Hello and welcome to another episode of More Than Beauty with Daniel Reeson Jones. In today's podcast, we're going to be covering a topic that needs to be addressed and maybe it needs to be addressed sooner than later. I'm going to be talking about the epidemic that we're all facing right now of isolation and loneliness. I know this year has been wild for every single one of us and let's just get into it right now and talk about it in a world that seems to be so incredibly distanced. People have become more lonely than ever, right? Think about it. Maybe maybe your own self right now, how you felt at some point in time this year. You were thinking you were at home, you were in isolation. Now that we're starting to see shutdowns again across the United States, we might be starting to feel some of these feelings again. And when I talk about being lonely, I'm not talking about being bored. There's a significant difference here. You know, when someone's lonely, they feel completely isolated as if they have no one to talk to, no one to connect with. Maybe they don't feel that added layer of protection. When you're bored, you have the freedom and the choice to get up and change that. You can put your body, your mind into action and change that immediately. Isolation comes when you feel completely alone. Now, I'm going to be giving you some amazing statistics here that are going to blow your mind. You know, this isn't a sexy podcast where I'm going to be talking about making lots of money. This is a real topic that we all have to address. And, you know, I think we all need to put a little bit more love into the universe and just take care of each other. So, you know, lonely is when you're feeling completely isolated. I know I've been here a million times and it doesn't matter, you know, how many people you're around, who you're taking care of. I work inside of the salon industry. I'm around people when I was taken out of that environment uh, for two months. I remember how I felt. I felt so lonely and disengaged from people. Now, thank goodness for modern technology with Zoom and all the opportunities that we have there. I was able to connect and stay somewhat in touch but there was nothing like being in the presence of another person and receiving that energy. You know, boredom now, um, it can be changed in, in just a matter of time, like I said earlier. So make sure when we're talking about loneliness and boredom that you're not getting the two confused. People that are suffering from loneliness actually are people that we need to be looking after. I was reading an article last week and it was talking about Generation Z. And if you don't know who Generation Z is, there are kids, you know, they're 17 to 23 years old, um, it said that they were lonelier than any other previous generation before. And we can't blame them. You know, they have grown up with technology at their fingertips from the moment they were born and everything is changing. You know, how we've even, how we dissect information, how we ingest the information is all so different now. You know, some of the primary causes of loneliness are their breakups, their kids, being homeschooled or virtual education now they're not able to be around their friends it's unwanted divorces maybe even it's death or you know when you look at our elderly population how many people are away in retirement homes or nursing homes in situations and they can't even visit their families they can't see anyone and these are people that may not even know how to use technology to do a FaceTime call or to do a Zoom. So yesterday, I'm gonna tell you a story. I was actually going to the store and as we were driving up the street, we passed by a home. There was this super adorable elderly lady. She looked to be maybe 85-ish, maybe 90. And she was scooting across her driveway with her little walker. And uh, she was waving. She had this brilliant white hair and <laughs> she was adorable. She was waving at every car that passed by. And I started to think about that lady, the life that she's lived, and all the things that she might have seen and experienced in her lifetime. And now 
you know, she's not seeing a lot of people, I'm sure. And I'm in at her age bracket, I'm sure a lot of her friends have gone on and maybe she just relies on the simple uh, luxury of her family. But with us being in isolation so many times, these people have feelings. So, you know, I'm really going to, I'm going to poke at your thoughts today. I'm going to poke into your feelings because I want us to take a stand together. What I love about my community on any of my social media platforms is somehow all of you are some of the kindest people that walk this earth. And so I'm so grateful for you. Um, I hope you understand how much joy you bring to me. So having been lucky enough that I've traveled across the globe many times, I've seen so many cultures. And right now in my mind, I can visualize Paris and London, all these amazing cities. And I think about their culture in Europe. And maybe I know a lot of you listeners are actually in Europe. And I think about your culture versus ours. And, you know, I remember going and you could go down any of the riverbanks there in Europe, especially in Paris, and you would see tons of people. Um, essentially, now looking back, they, they could have been socially distanced. They were with their friends. Um, you saw a lot of dates. And they were sitting along the riverbanks. And they had their picnics and their lunches. And really quite amazing. For, uh, for me, the first time I went and saw that, I was like, wow, we're kind of lacking that here in the United States. And but they're hanging out and they're also connecting with nature. I remember walking through James Park in London, seeing all the beautiful scenery, the flowers, the trees, and how people just had, they were laid out in the grass reading books and just really connecting with nature. And I know there are places here in the United States that do that, but where I live, that is definitely not the case. And I see how we drive, we go from point A to point B, we're in our cars, most of us drive in our cars alone, and if you're like me, you, you happen to find your way through a fast food restaurant or two. And um, this year, we've seen a massive, massive increase in online shopping, which, you know, that's great. There's modern conveniences that, but think about the last time that you went shopping in a shopping mall or what that used to be like. And over time, you know, online shopping has become a thing, but as we journey more into isolation, we keep removing ourselves from more and more people. You know, we're learning to, to do our online education. Our kids are homeschooling. They're doing virtual. We're worshiping online. So many changes are happening. And, and I have to be honest with you, I don't believe that we were designed to be alone. I just don't. I think that we all were designed to be part of a tribe, to be part of something bigger than who we are. And 2020 has presented so many challenges, making loneliness an actual epidemic. And, you know, we could talk about coronavirus all day long, but the real epidemic right now is depression, loneliness, anxiety. Um, I was reading another article that said that suicide has actually increased 200% this year. And I want you to stay with me because chances are somebody that you know right now is lonely. And I'm going to give you a couple of tips toward the end of how to reach out to them and make them feel better. So think about, think about this. Think about the last time that you actually gave or received a hug, right? We're not even touching each other anymore. We're not shaking hands. We're not hugging. You know, for me, I used to hug everybody with the exception of flu season. And I had to take a, <laughs> I had to do a, uh, a graceful bow and bow out on that one. But hugging releases a hormone called oxytocin. And if you read about oxytocin, it's actually known to reduce blood pressure. Um, it even releases and reduces your stress hormones. Hugs help us not to feel so anxious. You know, how many times have you been in a situation where you just needed a hug, right? You come home to somebody um, and they gave you a hug or maybe a coworker or a friend, or even when you see them for the first time, it just makes you feel like, hey, I accept you, you accept me, and it's just a really wonderful thing, but we're not even doing that now. 
And hugs can also, you know, when you think about a hug, it shows that you trust the other person, you have their back, or maybe that you protect them. When we hug our children for the first time, as soon as they're born, we, we huddle or, or like, we, uh, we cuddle the kids and hug them. I'm creating new words here. <laughs> but studies show that Americans are actually suffering significant, significantly greater than most other places from loneliness, anxiety, and depression. Think about it. Do you struggle with any of these? Depression, anxiety, loneliness? Or do you know someone that does? I know your answer is a yes. We all know someone that battles with this, and it, it's, it's tough. And so for just a moment, I want you to visualize it. That doesn't mean close your eyes. <laughs> I want you to visualize just for a second. Think about a tribe or a group. Think about that. So when I say the words tribe or group, what comes to your mind? Maybe it's a soccer team. Maybe it's the team that you work with. Maybe it's your religious organization. Maybe it's a political party. Maybe whatever that might be, think of a tribe or a group. And now that we've kind of got that visual together, I'm going to dissect that. Um, this is where people come together to support a common theme or a common cause. And a lot of times in that tribe is the one place that we can feel safe and protected because people might have the same beliefs that we do. And I know for me, I have a lot of tribes that I belong to. Um, you have people that belong to book clubs. There's so many things that are available for us to join in with other people so that we don't feel isolated. But tribes and groups can also cause some of the most immense pain by disowning, disbanding, or just rejecting an individual. And we've seen a lot of that this year you know, I know what I'm going to go into now is a taboo subject, but politics, religion, all the topics that we're told to stay clear of, they all have caused a great deal of isolation, loneliness, and pain. Think about your social media channels when you would see people posting opposite views or beliefs of what you have, how that made you feel. Think about that. Did you hit the block button? Did you hit snooze or mute on social media? Or did you even take it a step farther and have a, an altercation or an argument to prove your point? Because we all believe that we're right in what we believe. And here's what I know as, as I travel through this journey called life, what we believe to be right for us isn't always right for the other person. So where do you think we've gone wrong? How did we adapt this behavior of rejecting other people's opinions or ideas causing isolation. You see, if someone doesn't see eye to eye with us, we shut them out. Um, this isn't good. It's just not good. It's not how we're designed to live. Um, I personally, this is just my own opinion, I believe that we were put here to love and serve each other. And in my core heart, the core of my heart, I know for me that's true. I find the most joy in my entire life by serving people. When we were in quarantine, I remember I was doing so many Zoom calls and I would just give and give and give. And I was raised in the mindset that you would give 10% of your earnings back to something greater than you, um, whether it was your religious organization or maybe it was a charity, whatever that looked like. And I had no money coming in, but what I did have every day was the same thing that you had every day. And that was the gift of time. We were gifted 24 hours. And so I committed myself each and every day that I would give two hours and 40 minutes minimum of my time back 
to my community. I wanted to pour back into people, to let them know they mattered. If they needed coaching in social media or branding or business, whatever that was that I knew that I might have the answer for, I would bring those people into a quote unquote tribe and I would pour into them. That's another reason that I actually started this podcast. I never wanted to start just a podcast. Uh, It feels actually kind of weird sitting here talking to a microphone with a laptop. (laughs) But I love pouring love into you and to help you feel like you're part of a community. I don't even know who listens to this podcast so many times. Um, And so I always hope with everything that I do, including this, that I can pour into somebody and let you know that you're loved and cared for wherever you are in your journey. You know, right now, chances are that you might be feeling some of these feelings that I'm talking about. Or maybe your loved ones are absolutely... You know, this week, we're, this is Monday, and just a couple of days, Thanksgiving's here. And you think about the holidays this year, a lot of us are not going to be able to travel. Uh, travel has completely changed. And our loved ones, you know, they're counting on us. They want to see us, and we want to see them also. This is also leading to more feelings of isolation, especially, again, going to our elderly. And so I want you to think about um, if you know someone that could be struggling. And it's so easy just to send a message or call somebody. It takes two minutes out of your day to pick up your phone and say, hey, I want to let you know that you matter. You're powerful. You're loved. And I'm so grateful for you. My life is better because of you. People are looking for some type of connection. So if you know somebody that you think is feeling lonely or isolated, please reach out to them. And if they sound that they're in a bad place, I did a podcast a while back with Alicia Amsler and we talked about suicide prevention. And this is one of the things that can lead into that. So even though people put on a bold face and they look happy, that doesn't mean that they're always feeling the very best. So you might be the one voice that could change their path and their day. Don't be afraid to reach out to family members or friends and share with them how you're feeling. If it's you that I'm talking to that is feeling isolated, reach out. You know what? And I always say this. I am your friend. I have never met a stranger in my entire life. If you're feeling isolated and you don't feel like reaching out to someone or you don't have someone to reach out to, please find me on my social media, um, Daniel Mason Jones. Reach out to me. My goodness, if I can help you at all, I am always here. And if I can't help you, chances are I can maybe find you help that you might need. Don't be afraid to reach out. Um, you know, and I think I have personally seen so many various levels of loneliness from people that I've encountered in, in my flights in the past or hotel stays. Again, I talk to everybody. And people feel comfortable. They'll open up and tell me stories. In fact, it was just today inside the salon, I was speaking with one of my customers and she shared with me her child revealed to her that she's feeling isolated. And this kid, when you look at her, she's happy. She seems social. She's a beautiful kid. And the fact that she was able to open up to her mom, I say kudos to the mom for being a mom that allows that conversation, knowing that the door is always open. But not all kids are going to tell you that they're feeling this. So sometimes we have to reach out. So here we are in 2020 where many of us have spent so much time being lonely, pulled away from our jobs, the social scenes that maybe we we used to go in. It's all, none of it's the same. And a lot of us are truly feeling this isolation. I believe that social media can be one of the most amazing places for us to gather together. You know, maybe you have a group of, if you're a photographer, there's photography groups out there. If you're a hairstylist, I certainly know there's a lot of those groups. If you're, in a, if you're a CPA and 
there's groups for you. I encourage you to reach out into those groups and start building a community with people. Now with me talking about the positive sides of social media, there's also a very dark side to social media. And you know, I, I want you to understand because I also coach in social media training and I love to put stuff out there and help you do what you need to do. But you have to understand a lot of times we're comparing ourselves to people's journeys that aren't even real on social media. And when you look at the kids and look at all of us now with filters, certainly we all look better with a filter, <laughs> but it's easy for us to compare ourselves to something that doesn't even really exist. Again, making us feel even more isolated. So, you know, maybe there's a kid that's looking, they think another kid in their school is more popular or more beautiful or more talented, whatever. And so they walk away from social media feeling more isolated. So if you're a parent, this is where we have to step into parenting and leadership in our homes and have these bold conversations with our kids and say, hey, you know what? There's a lot of stuff on social media. You're young, you're impressionable, and I know in your mind you think all this is real, but a lot of times I would even dare say 60% of it is not real. So we need to have those conversations. So there is a dark side to social. There's also a really beautiful bright side. I've connected with all of you because of social, and I think that's one of the most wonderful things. So there's, there's some people that can even be around a lot of people and still feel isolated. If you think about some of the largest um, actors, actresses, comedians in our past, that they were surrounded, they had everything going for them, they were in the public eye, they were doing movies, they were producing movies, they were doing all these things, and they ended up, a lot of them even took their lives because they felt isolated. So it's okay to feel how you feel, but if you're in a situation where you feel like you need help, please reach out. I beg you of that. Um, you know, in this also, when we have these feelings, if left untreated or unattended, loneliness and isolation can really start to interfere with your concentration, your decision-making skills, um, and ultimately lead to depression. So, you know, with all the things that I've talked about today, I just want you to please know that you're important, that you're amazing, you're not alone. If you feel like you are, please reach out to me. But if you are in a situation where you're lucky enough that you don't have these feelings, please be considerate of those around you and know that people are hurting and they just need you. We have so much power within each and every one of us to make the world a really awesome place. I know that sounds like I'm winning a pageant here, but it's true. And I know that you can change somebody's day just by being who you are. And of course, I hope that you allow me to help change your days with these podcasts. So um, I hope you and your family have an amazing Thanksgiving. I'm certainly thankful for you as I was reflecting back over um, my life and a couple of things that are happening right now. I'm just completely overfilled with joy. I was in at work today and uh, just realized how many wonderful people that I'm surrounded by. And that is no accident. That's a life that I've been able to design on purpose. But I am so grateful for all of you. Have a happy, healthy Thanksgiving. And I'm so excited to hang out with you next week right here on More Than Beauty. If you enjoy the podcast, please take a moment out of your day. Leave a rating or a review. Either one are very welcome. And uh, if you really enjoy these, take a screenshot, share it. Maybe you can even help brighten someone's day. So thank you so much and we'll hang out soon.